kids screaming in the cradles, profanities. I see the through ice cover. Hello. 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 Welcome to Third Person Podcast. We are three people. We're podcasting. Third person. It's true. Thank you. I'm Shannon. I'm Sean. I'm Matt. And we are ready to go. I hope everybody has had a great week. I've had a week. I've had a long week. Lots of overtime. I'm not complaining. I like the paycheck. Anything exciting this week? Not really. Okay. Nothing I know of. I got got to play D&D for the first time in like a month. Oh, that's good. How's your new job? Still going great. You should actually have real work to do this week. Nice. Instead nice. of signing my name a million times. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, so, uh, let's see. We do have a topic we're going to gonna go deep into in a little bit, the Mandela Effect. Uh, before that, I'm going to touch on a couple uh, current event type stuff, I guess. Uh, first is... Uh, Trump got indicted for the fourth time, I think. Something like that. In Georgia. This is a, I think the others were, I don't know if they were federal or whatever, but this one's a little different because Georgia's, Georgia's a little stricter on their RICO Act. Thing. And uh, in Georgia's state court, so the only people that can overturn state rulings are the governor of that state. Right. But in Georgia, the governor can't do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so even if, if Trump were to be convicted, he can't pardon himself. He can't pardon a Georgia conviction. Correct. A, pres- and a president can't pardon a Georgia conviction. And they have a five-year minimum term for whatever they're going after him for. Right. So that'll be interesting. Uh, I just – I don't know what your guys' views on this. Uh, I don't like prosecuting someone who's running for president. It gives a bad look. I think that's the point. Well, I know that's the point. It's it's kind of like a smear campaign, is what yes, it feels like. Exactly what it is. Uh, I, Trump's not a good, a nice guy. Neither is Joe Biden. I mean, no, let's, let's be honest. They're both jerks. Uh, but that being said, I've never been a fan of any politician. Yeah, but yeah, they've never gone after an ex-president like this before, and it's just kind of it looks pretty obvious. I think it looks bad. If you're in another country looking in, it looks bad. Okay, that, so people don't like this guy running for president. We'll just kind of bury him in in lawsuits, you know. Just, so. Like, if he did something bad, should he probably, you know, get in trouble for that? Yes, maybe not during the campaign. I guess. Well, if in that, well, yeah, I have no problem with convicting an ex-president of something, but if you're gonna do it, let's do it. Let's, you know, Joe Biden, Hunter's laptop, the, his links to Ukraine. I mean, all right, let's go. Yeah, if you're gonna go after one, you can't you can't play favorites. The law is supposed to be even. Yeah, senators that make maybe I don't know what their salary is. Probably a couple hundred thousand a year leaving office as multimillionaires. How's that possible? How does that work? (laughs) You know, if we're gonna start convicting politicians, let's start convicting politicians. Every bill they pass ups their salary. (laughs) Well, yeah, they always sneak that in there. Yeah, and they never sneak the one in there where it limits their age. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't want my country ran by people three times my age. Yeah. Even twice your age is a little rough. I'm twice your age. I don't want to run a country. 
Yeah, but you're not, you know, dying. You're not, you know, peeling <laughs> over from old age. Not just yet. Yes. Yeah, I think, I think seventy should be a cutoff for all politicians. Like, I think sixty. Yeah, honestly, I'm closer to seventy, so I get the lower. The lower is not cut too it. bad. Yeah, so stop it there. He's got a point. Wait. Err on the side of caution. <laughs> okay, I see. Yeah, so let's say they can't be elected after 60. So you can be elected at 60 and serve out your term. Yeah, that would be fine. So, yeah. Yeah. You get your term. But the problem is that there's no term limit either for senators. They can, You can right. be in the Senate forever. Is it the Senate or does, does, con- does uh, House of Representatives have a limit? No, I don't think so. I don't think they do, no. They might. But they're anyway, less they shouldn't of a be, problem. There shouldn't be. They got Feinstein. Uh, what's the other lady? There's a really old lady. Mitch McConnell, obviously, who did that hard reset a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I heard about a that. Re- reboot in public. And then uh, there's another really old. I don't know. As far as I'm like aware, she's like a 90 year old. She doesn't even have power. Like her daughter has power of attorney over her, but she's sitting in the Congress. I love it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, that's the Trump thing. Uh, it is like 19 other people. It's uh, Rudolph Giuliani and a bunch of other people. But it's all under the RICO Act, which is what they use to prosecute the, the mafia. Uh, John Gotti and uh, Al Capone, those kind of people. And it's like, well, they weren't they weren't conspiring to overthrow the election. They were asking questions about the election and trying to figure out what happened. It's not, you know, it's it's all stuff that happened like after the election. It's like, well, you can't conspire to affect the election after the election because you're just trying to figure out what happened. Um, they do have that phone call that he made to the, the state election chairperson, I believe, where he said, you know, you need to find me. X amount of votes or whatever, but I mean that's that's just a turn of phrase, it's right? Like if you're you trying know, to go out, you're trying to win votes. a vote, and you're like, hey, you need to find me those votes because you know they found those votes for Biden. You know, <laughs> Biden asked too; they just said yes. Uh, so before we get kicked off of YouTube, that's enough of that, I guess. We're not big enough; they don't care. Um, yeah. I like that positivity. Um, no also, negativity here. No negativity here. All positivity. On, also on that note is, uh, well, not on that note. On a different note. Current event note, uh, Maui. Uh, Are they still on fire? Uh, no, I, be- oh, I don't know. I don't even know. I know the death toll is up to at least 110. I know it's in the hundreds. Yeah. Last I saw it was at 110, and that was, I think, Saturday. Friday or Saturday. And uh, I think there's still, like, a lot of people that are just missing. Yeah, and of course there's all kinds of conspiracy conspiracy theories floating around with it. Um, the one is the, the the laser, the death laser from space, which I love. Like, <laughs> <laughs> which I wish we had that technology, but I don't think we. We do. have a death laser. What should we do? Set Hawaii on fire. Burn it down. Uh, <laughs> They've had it too good for too long. I believe it for like the Canada fires. Maui's kind of, why would you burn down Maui? Everybody loves Maui. <laughs> Nothing bad ever happens in and Hawaii. And then some people exactly. are like, the, the, the elite are burning it down so that they can get it, go in and 
buy cheap, get cheap real estate. It's like the elite have enough money they could buy the real estate at full price. They're not going to burn it down to do that. Elites, they use, most of them have their own islands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't buy the death rate thing. I do. I told you earlier in the week about the the chief of police in Maui was also a captain on the police force in Vegas when the Vegas shooting, the Mandalay Bay shootings happened. So that's a little weird. Co-winky-ding. It's like, what are the odds that you just go from catastrophe to catastrophe? Well, he's either the unluckiest person to ever have a job, or... Or he's getting compensated very well. <laughs> or, or... I don't think they're throwing people off for Maui uh, stuff yet. Yeah, yet. Yeah. Um, Positivity. Yeah. <laughs> I do believe it's... I, not that... Not there's some necessarily a conspiracy, but, you know, they're like, like days after and they're already talking about, oh, global warming and this and that. And I don't... I, I believe there's global warming, but I don't think it's anything that we've done. But at the same time, the Earth goes through these cycles, right. and so we're just in a hot cycle, cycle yeah. as it is. The Earth has been warming since the last ice age. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I know our last hundred years of recorded research may show a trend, but it's only a hundred years. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, a hundred years in, you know, a couple billion. Yeah, we've been tracking it for a hundred years, and we see this. Well, slow down. Um so, hundred years is nothing on the you know planet scale, yeah. celestial scale. Uh, so yeah, obviously, even if it's not a conspiracy, the the government will use it for to get what they want to get done. Obviously, um, really, I know it's crazy. The government using things? <laughs> Stop. Unheard of. I know. Uh, what was I gonna say? I had something. Don't wait that. Probably words. Several words. I don't remember. I never knew to begin with. <sighs> yeah. That's, that's what happens when you get old. That's why I don't want to run a country. Yeah. And you're not 60. I am not 60. Um, I don't have the exact numbers from last week, but they were pretty similar to the week before. It was in the 160s-ish views. So, chatting still. Hopefully, this video turns out a little better. Last Last the first week and last week was pretty choppy the video, so hopefully this one is not. Is it choppy? It's not, choppy. Not as bad though. Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't think it's the Wi-Fi. I think it's my computer. When you upload it, is it choppy? Hmm. I don't think like the no the recordings the, are fine, right? Like when you upload it after the fact. Nah, it was still a little choppy. That's fine. A new a new computer. Technical fine. difficulties. Sean's evidently our, our tech buyer. Are you the accountant? Yes. Where's our penny? In the sky. Two pennies. Two pennies, oh, two pennies now. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Let me look. Pretty sure I saw two pennies in there. I only see one. That's just for the past week. Oh. Well, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> We have made two pennies. We're averaging 59 cents per million views. Is that what that is? Or cents thousand. per million. Cents oh, per million? Yeah. It looks like cents per million. Anyway, not that we have a million views, but that's why we don't have 59 cents. That's correct. Um, 
we thank everybody for that. And just remind you to, if you're watching, hit the thumbs up. And if you're on Rumble, hit follow. If you're on YouTube, hit subscribe. Hit all the buttons that make the numbers yes, go up. Do please, all the things please, that make thank people you. happy. Uh, So I like it when number go up, even if it's not my thing. Yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about with Maui. Uh, so Joe Biden announced that they were going to give $700 per household to Maui, which I didn't think sounded like a lot. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. For each household. For each household. So it got me thinking uh, to Ukraine, how much money we've given them. Yeah, how much money have we given Ukraine? $113 billion. How much is that per household in Ukraine? Funny you should ask. <laughs> yeah, what's the breakdown? I did some math. $2,600 per household. And our own citizens get seven. Yes, but we get 700 Thank you, Joe Biden. It's good to know you care. It's nice to know where your allegiances are. Uh, that's all I have on Maui. Politics are great. Politicians are great. I, I just find it funny each time when I look at that tweet of his saying, we are laser-focused. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's just playing into the conspiracy. <laughs> We're laser focused on Ukraine. You know, someone wrote that for him. Oh, you didn't. Man can probably hardly stand on his own. You didn't see that tweet, huh? Okay. Hmm? What? Oh, uh, someone who wrote, uh, who writes Biden's tweets actually wrote it on her account instead oh, of his. But that's not <laughs> okay. Most celebrities and stuff like assume, they don't tweet their own. Tweets. I assume most of the people at the White House are tweeting their own tweets. It's controlled by somebody. Yeah, else. politicians and even celebrities. Most of them are not making their own tweets. Some of them are, and that's where you get the celebrities and stuff that post stupid crap. Yeah, but usually it's a PR person. But usually it's a PR person. Anyway, I'm just making sure it was going over there. All right, so uh, that's pretty much it for current events, unless you guys can think of anything happening currently in events. Not off the top of my head. I don't think anything's happening. Huh? I don't think anything's happening. I think it's just Maui burning down. He did all. No, I just moved it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're just gonna leave it there. We'll I figure don't know it what out. The OCLE is monocle. Monocle, good one. It's cut off from monocle. <laughs> all right. So uh, we did want to talk about the Mandela effect, which is uh, a friend of ours we used to work with, Mason uh, Bailey. Yes. Not that out Mason Bailey as a as a watcher. Hi, Mason. Excuse me. Um, so he sent us a link to a video on the Mandela effect, which I had heard of, but I had never really paid attention, a whole lot of attention to it. Does the video go into the origin of it? Well, the video he sent is like a maybe 12 or 13-year-old talking about it, maybe even 10, I don't know. So we'll watch that, and then there's, there's another video that I saw that was a little better, a little more in-depth with uh, possible causes and that kind of thing. So, 
Well, I mean, like, why it's called Mandela Effect. Yes, because the video okay. goes into the, the, the reason for the thing. So, we will start with watching this video and uh, see where we go from there. How's that? Sounds like a plan. Sounds like something we could do. Does it? And we will do. Will we? What? Will we? That was just not answering my question. Alright, so. Loading. My computer sucks. It does. That was loud. Oh my gosh. I didn't want to do free advertising. The hotties. <laughs> I just saw the star. I thought it was like a military thing. I didn't even... <laughs> it's one of their like to-go cup covers. I don't even know why it was on my computer. <laughs> But that means that there's an infinite number of parallels. So, all right. So here's the kid. He looks adorable. The I do know the multiverse. String theory, multiverse, all mm -hmm. that. You guys are familiar with that? Vaguely. Which is basically, familiar enough. It's basically, and he'll go into it a little bit, but so basically every time a decision is made one way or the other, the universe splits. Yeah. So, and, it's, and then it kind of goes along. So we all had the same past, but as soon as you make a decision, there's another version where you made the opposite decision. Infinite number, and they, these are all strings, and there's an infinite number of them because every time anybody's made a decision about anything, it splits. So that's and that's as that's as simple as the decision to speak. Right. So basically, when you say I'm going to have Coke instead of Pepsi, there's another reality where you went the other way. There's another reality where you didn't order anything. True. So, and and is that a reality exists parallel to us, which is the parallel. That's basically all that is. And obviously, since we make a lot of decisions every day, from what we wear to everything, there's a lot of a lot of different parallel realities. An infinite number. Yes. Like a bunch of strings. Theoretically. You know, a million other, or sorry, not a million, an infinite number of alternate universes. Just imagine this is the start of the universe. This is our original timeline, right? But as soon as this starts, we are infinitely catapulted into an infinite number of parallel universes, uh, and somewhere infinity down the line, here's our universe, right? And then we're constantly shifting into alternate universes as we speak. That expansion of infinite universes is our reality as we know it in time. So therefore, um, if there are other universes that are next to ours, and this actually relates to um, my theory of the Mandela effect and how the particle accelerator altered the weight of one electron and therefore destroyed our universe and shifted us into the universe that's directly next to it, and therefore things are different in this universe. So you believe that this thing that some people 
called the Mandela effect is actually real. Oh, absolutely real. Can you describe? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He is sure. This kid is nothing but not sure about himself. This, I, he said a few words that I've never heard before. This is what happens when you don't go outside and play. <laughs> <laughs> Just say. This kid's had way too much time to sit and think about things. He has a lot of confidence, too. He does. Probably what it is for people who've never heard it before. Sure. So the Mandela effect is uh, the effect of some people thought that Nelson Mandela died in a, at a certain time, and other people remember it at a different time. And this goes for a lot of other things, you know, uh, Star Wars, um, classic videos, mirror, mirror on the wall. Everybody knows that. Well, well, if you actually look back to the original film, it's not mirror, mirror on the wall. It's it's magic mirror on the wall. And some people actually, Which, of course, it's not. It's not. In the reality I grew up in. Right, exactly. Uh, and, I mean, some people in this reality... I guess maybe didn't make it from our last reality, I'm thinking. Um, I'm still trying to figure out why they don't remember it. Um, and some people do. But anyway. I have a theory. Because a lot of people's memory sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Mine including. Mine, yes. All of uh, us. But I do remember it as mirror, mirror on the wall. The Nelson Mandela thing, I remember the name, but I don't remember. When he would have thought to have died, and when he actually died, I don't know. What does what does Vader say in the scene? I saw this when I was researching this. Is uh, we always we always know it as Luke, I am your father. But it's no, it's I no, am your father. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of these, and a lot of them are. I well, I think a lot of them are. Like someone mentions it, and then you kind of go. Then it changes in your mind, like, and like the the monocle and the monopolies one. The monocle, the monopoly guy never had a monocle, but it just feels right. Right, but yeah. like Sean had mentioned that. What, what, what did you say about the monocle guy? My mom said it was the uh, peanut guy. Right, the, the Mr. Peanut had a monocle. And they both have a top hat and are like mm-hmm. rich, and similar. Gentlemen. Yeah, similar characters. So it's. It would be easier for our brains to transpose that, I guess. But I probably, I'm thinking, even in Ace Ventura, he puts the monocle on. Is that the second one, the better one? Yes, because it's the one where, where he, starts, calls. he starts in the monastery or whatever. Calls. And they need to, they're like, get him out of here. By the way, Ace Ventura 2, better than Ace Ventura 1. Any Jim Carrey movie, great. Yeah. That's <laughs> Most of them. Most of them. Um, Ace Ventura 1 is a little... Is a little it's dated. very dated. It's very dated. Ace Ventura 2, I think, holds up better, anyway. Yes. It's, the first one is extremely dated. I'm sorry, the second one, pound for pound, has way more laughs. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, not to get sidetracked. But he put a monocle on there. And there's a movie... There's a movie called Mirror, Mirror on the Wall, based on... It's like, well, that's not it. <laughs> it's just wrong. <laughs> but in the collective subconscious, Wait, though, that is the Mandela effect, and we are living in an alternate expansion of our universes. Even in my own scientific notes, I found uh, written signatures and. He has scientific <laughs> notes. Well, doesn't every freckled redhead? 
If I write science in the they Martian's notebook... They have scientific notes, but no souls. If I write scientific in the margins of a notebook, is that scientific notes? Yes. Okay, I've got scientific notes. You don't even have to do it. That. It's not even that hard. You could just start a Google document. <laughs> scientific notes. Things that are a little bit different from originally what I wrote. So, so how did that actually happen? happen? Let's take your notebook, or let's take Mirror, Mirror on the Wall, and like an old film, animated film. How did it actually change? Well... It never changed. We changed. You see, we were moving relative to our... That's deep right there. <laughs> it is. It never changed. We changed. I mean, we just we switched to a dimension where it was magic mirror instead and of I mirror have, mirror. I have some problems I'll bring up when it gets to it with his theories. Oh, you have some problems? <laughs> oh, you just a few. Have, like, like two? Three, like... <laughs> For our universe, and then our, our universe destroyed, so now... The universe moved, well, started to move, or I guess our parallel universes, our multiverse started to move parallel to us because we were out of alignment and that just destroyed everything. So technically, so, I mean, the universe didn't change, we did. Just a little pause there. Um, just my accident. We weren't deleting anything. People were saying, oh, what's going Because um, I had a text coming in. Um, so... There are two studios, let's say the Disney studios. One studio, Studio A, creates a film that has magic mirror on the wall. Another studio says mirror, mirror on the wall. Is it two separate studios or, or what happened? No, same studio, different timeline. Um, so, good thing we have a multi-layered napkin. <laughs> this is very high-tech. Yeah. In, in terms, terms of, of our, our graphics. graphics. I like to think of his scientific journal being in a napkin also. <laughs> the best <laughs> ones always are. Could bring it in the, in the margins of his uh, math book or something. Go ahead. Anyway, so as I said... Because I love that one, because everyone remembers the mirror, mirror on the wall. I mean, there's no one, and there's a whole Sally Field, you, lo you like me, you really, really like me, and blah, 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 now it's like... will me. come, build it, he will come, uh, the peace sign. Um, oh, really? I didn't know about that one. Oh, yeah, there's so much. I have a, a record of all the ones that have... There's a peace sign? There's a peace sign Mandela effect. What was with the, if you build it, he will come? That was That's the baseball game. No, but it's if you build it, they will come. Yes. Yeah, that's. But I don't know what. What the actual line is. That is the actual line. Are you sure? I'm like I should be. I love that movie. Yeah, you guys can look it up. I'm I'm gonna do nothing. <laughs> the actual quote is: "If you build it, he will come." What? Mandela. What's the piece of? I don't know. I, I don't think I... It... <laughs> Who's your, he? your favorite movie. Who's he? I didn't say <laughs> it was my favorite. Who's he? If you build it, they will come, and then, well, like, all the angels come or something, right? I don't know. I just want that one. Peace sign upside down? What? So they have the peace sign with the pit, 
like a pitchfork standing up. Kind of like, like that instead of the that? Yeah. That looks wrong. I don't remember. I think it was upside down. I've we, always seen it. I always did upside it upside down. down. Or with the pitch down. I used to draw these signs when I was in high school. So it's, it's a line? A little, tri- little tent on the bottom. Yeah. So now they're saying it's right side up? Are they saying it's right side up? Or are they saying it was always that way? I've never seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Are they saying that they remember it being the other way? Go back. Uh, they're saying that the peach sign looks like this. Oh. That's no, that's crap. These people are remembering the wrong peace sign. Wrong universe, man. I don't Our crap. universe was destroyed. Well, you know what? The peace sign never looked like you can't see it. It's just a Y <laughs> in a circle. It's like oh, there's yeah, not even a middle pitch. It's just a Y. It's awful. It's yes. all the right way. Yeah, these signs lose down. So who's saying it's the other way? Insane people. They're saying it used to be the other way? They're saying they remember it pointing up. They yeah. remember it like this. I never remember it pointing up. I've always seen it down. So yeah, that's... I'm, I'm saying no to that Mandela effect. All right. <laughs> that universe is no. fake. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's continue with uh, Macaulay Culkin Jr. Able to of course, and, of course and, you do. Um, some other stuff that I should tell you personally about later. Okay. Uh, oh. Anyway, so yeah, infinity down the line from our original timeline. Where here's ours, and and of course this timeline is only moving forward because well the expansion of infinite number of realities behind it. But what happened was we made this universe sort of out of balance. And our universe, because of the, the collider, the super collider? Yeah, we altered the weight of a single electron, which I believe shifted us into a parallel universe, considering that we caused a chain reaction that could have catastrophically destroyed our universe. I mean, even when we th- thought about starting it, we thought our universe would implode, and then it didn't, and we're like, oh, it's okay. Well, maybe it did implode. We just instantly got shifted to another universe. And, and that's your belief. We're in my belief. Uh, so here's my problem with the instantly to another How does universe. an electron instantly explode a universe? I don't understand electrons. That's possible. Well, well I mean, that's what, like, that's what atomic power yeah, is. That's is they're really split, the, the atom itself. And the electron is smaller than an atom. So and if you combi- can split that, it's a lot of energy. Yeah, like... When we like nuclear power, we, the way we have it now is where they split atoms. Yes, and that creates a certain amount of energy. Uh, so if, if the they could figure out the moving, and I forget fission and fusion, I forget which one's which. I think cold fusion is what we want. I think fusion is where they combine atoms. Yes, they smash them which into is each other. Infinitely more power, yes. which is what is scary. Yeah. So they're saying he's saying, and I think others have said too that the certain uh, collider, which they're experimenting with this, altered the weight of one of the elements or one of the electrons or whatever, which could screw things up, sure. But so if you've got these parallel universes, they're populated. 
So if our universe somehow gets destroyed, you can't just go to the other universe. You're already there. <laughs> we replaced the old us. So what happened but to the old us? But only some of us, the people who remember it wrong. <laughs> right, that's, that's my problem. It's like, you can't just go there. Some people didn't it, make it. It's not just an empty universe with no he people. He said they didn't make it. Some of us successfully killed ourselves, and some of us just died. So I, mean, I don't think that's how it works. That's, that's my biggest up. That's my biggest <laughs> issue with this theory. I'm not saying that something didn't change, or something. I'm not saying that it's possible something changed and our memories are all wrong. I think oh. I think the better solution, the better hypothesis for this, is that all of our consciousnesses in these universes, right? They all exist like next to each other. So that universe imploded, and all of a sudden, our consciousness decided, let's just not look at that, and let's go over here to this other you in another universe that's close. Right. Or, so instead of, like, taking over, it's just all of a sudden, you're not, you're not playing as this you. You're now playing as this you, where things are pretty close. Or, or our memories just suck. That's a pretty good devil's advocate over here. Our memories suck. Yes. Which is true. The human is memory true. is incredibly fallible. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I have a problem with the jumping into another parallel universe because it doesn't make sense because there would already be people in it. And what, you just kick them down the line and everybody just gets knocked down? I think it just it becomes your primary consciousness. Of course, this is just a theory, and it's still being developed. Just a theory. But, yeah, maybe in that theory. infinitely small moment of time, we were instantly shifted. Could it also be that there were some people at CERN who were kind of like quantum hackers, and they go, ooh, we have this little vulnerability in time-space continuum. Can you stop that real quick? That could be completely possible, although there Quantum hackers? This man is accusing CERN of hacking space-time? How does that do that? I would rather believe that hitting the electron blew our consciousness to another timeline <laughs> than that we are literally hacking space-time. Like, I mean, person, I would like, How would we do that? And we make viruses worse. Well, I mean, listen, if, Supposedly. We're, ha if we're hacking space-time... Some stories, fairy tales, campfire, scary tales <laughs> that um, occurred at CERN, supposedly, um, or that are set at CERN. Uh, dimensional beings or satanic portals, um, a whole bunch of other crazy stuff. Pictures or it didn't happen. <laughs> You ever heard of SCP? And this kid's not old enough to hear stories around the campfire. Sorry. No, no he's actually he, he's too young. He's, he's he's he'll never see a campfire. Did you say STP? SCP. Oh, I thought you were talking about. It's a bunch band. of scary stories on the internet about like it's a government agency that they you could have stopped at government with scary stories. They, they secure <laughs> anomalies like there's this alien entity so that 51 type stuff. Kinda. It's like an alien entity that it, it only moves when you're not looking at it. Or I love that episode of Doctor Who. Yeah, it's a bit of a Doctor Who. <laughs> it's it's all a bunch of weird stuff. Like one of them's just the back half of a 
cat. Only moves when you're not looking. No, no, it's just the back half of a cat. It That's acts it. like a normal cat. That's it. Okay. But it's just it's just the back half. Okay. They don't know where the other half is. Bunch of weird crap. Yeah. Uh, um, and a lot of people believe they have to they have to do that to consistently maintain their universe or or bridging two universes or dimensions even together. Uh, now, <laughs> then again, they're fairy tales. Okay. So I would go with the dimension thing more. I would le- I would be more towards the dimension thing than the other reality, because the other dimension doesn't necessarily have people in it. I guess, but I kind of view it as like the same thing. Yeah, I guess like another reality, another dimension. But I always picture a dimension of not necessarily being inhabited, inhabited. I view dimension as being like everything has something that kind of correlates to it. Yeah. So like there there is something that correlates to being, you know, me or whatever in another dimension. But it's not necessarily a person. It's not What if what if our bodies actually merge with the other dimension, the other timeline? Like And that's why like we have so many crazy people. Their brains just can't reconcile the difference. <laughs> I like right. that one. I like that one. There was a buzz. That was real, but then again, all fairy tales are based off of something. Anyway. Back to eternity. Right. <laughs> God. So, when this universe was destroyed, then again, here's our progression of infinite expansion of parallel universes. Years ours when this one just destroyed itself. And as I said, there, there's an infinite number of parallel universes. That means there's an infinite possibility that everything contained within our infinite range happened, existed, will happen. For example, there's a reality where possibly maybe this world didn't even occur. Maybe there's a reality where the universe instantly started and then destroyed itself. There's an infinite, infinite number of possibilities. I don't think that reality is such an incredible thing to try to wrap your head around. It's almost impossible. Yeah, there's just the word infinity is almost impossible. It's just worse. I understand what infinite possibilities are. So infinity is not just infinity. There's variations on that theme. Infinity is not just infinity. Okay. Infinity is just infinity. You Correct. can't get a bigger infinity. Infinity's pretty darn big. You can't get infinity, but it varies. That implies part of infinity. If there's an infinite amount, that's every possibility. Right. That's yeah. He goes on a little thing about different kinds of infinity. It's like no, there's just infinity. Larger infinities. It's hard to wrap your mind around that there is something larger than everything. Which is, there is a, it's, you, it's right. even a paradox as itself. It's an oxymoronic phrase. Um, and that's where you come back to God. Well, God could be God of the universe, the multiverse, but then... There must be another multiverse, multiverse is a multiverse, where there's a universe where there is another more powerful or less powerful or equal God as we define it in E equals MC squared the new definition of God. So, other than you and maybe a few other people, we're really... 
E equals MC squared is a new definition of God. What? What? I'm not sure what he's doing. I, I that. think he's trying to say there's a universe where there is no God, it's just science. Right. Well, I mean, I would argue that, I mean, if you believe in God, he's going to be in all of them, just the people may not believe in him. Like, God's there. Not for a while. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, so, the funny thing well, I mean, do you feel like you have it figured out? Well, I think I do, yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, kid. <laughs> okay. Mm, yeah, whatever you say. I don't have my lunch figured out. Oh, are we? Not for a while. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, so. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, so. The funny thing well, I mean, do you feel like you have it figured out? Well, I think I do, yeah. It's so well, confident. I do, yeah. Well, I think I do, yeah. But then again, <laughs> this is all just a theory. And since when can you prove a theory about infinite universes and infinity and alternate realities. I can prove the theory of gravity. Well, it's not a theory, it's a law. Because they proved the theory. Once you prove a theory, it's a law. And if you break it, go into space prison. Quantum prison. We're going to hack you into quantum prison. Go into gravity prison. When can you prove that? So, Do I think that I know it? I think that I might have some basic, very, very basic idea. Right. I don't actually know everything that's happening. I, there, I, there's never a way that I can. So, really, it's just a matter of... I'm saying 12. 11. He's got to figure it out. He's got to figure it out. How much do I think that I can explain the unexplainable? And maybe I'm not even explaining at all. Right, but... <laughs> These larger realities. Anyway, let's finish this. See if we can at least understand straight lines here. And the Mandela effect. So, universes that are right next to each other, as I said, these are infinitely close yet infinitely far away from each other. We have our universes, and the farther away. So here's here's my problem with his with his diagram. It looks like one of those old sentence diagrams. I don't know if you guys did that in school. We did the sentence diagrams. He's got them all starting from the same point. That's not the way a parallel, the multiverse works, because it splits off like every moment of every day. It splits. There's, there's the theory where it physically splits every time you make a decision, and then there's the theory that every possibility already existed as a multiverse. Like, since the beginning, there has always been, you know, that one universe that's exactly the same up until that one decision. Which could be defined as a split. It could. It's just that it's not physically breaking or right. splitting. But if it's it the already same up to that point, is it really... But then they would start at the same point. Right. Right. Still not buying. My problem is he said they're close together. Dimensions no, yeah. don't exist in a space. Right. Yeah, they just is, exist outside of space and time. So they're not close together or far apart. Yeah. They're non-correlatable. Is whatever. more different it is because of each individual event. Now, the distance and amount of time and an infinite, 
line between their lines and lines and lines and lines. Like everything is completely different. Like maybe our our entire existence is nothing and never. Everything is slightly off in a way like universes aren't created from nuclear reactions, more just form, and then nuclear reactions occur, which then create more universes, which then reverse to create other universes. As I said, infinite boss, infinite This kid's gonna have a stroke by 12. He's gonna give me a stroke. Yeah, it is 12. Universes, infinite, everything. So there's an infinite number of possibilities. And even as I speak this, my very speaking of this is creating an infinite number of universes, and in one, and in many of them, this is exactly possible. One human being who might watch this potentially be able to understand what you're saying. Right. So, okay. And, um, so after our universe and timeline is destroyed, we were able to zoom this in a lot, zoom, 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 and the universe that's directly next to ours he doesn't even realize you can't zoom in that. <laughs> he was he was just, you know, for I show. Know. I give him the benefit I'm of the doubt. See, the problem is, he says the, the universe directly next to ours, but again, they're not, they don't right. exist in the same space at all. They kind of just... There is no next to. Well, they actually, yeah. Depending on how you look at it, they exist not at all in our space or exactly in our space, because they're they kind of just there. Well, like, if you go yeah. to another dimension, you're in a different universe. Right. And in that universe, our universe doesn't exist anywhere because it's their universe. Right. And they're not close to each other. I, I saw that episode of Stargate. <laughs> they're not close to each <laughs> other. They don't exist relative to each other. Right. Energy, Energy cannot be created nor destroyed and transferred from form to form. form. But... If there are an infinite number of universes, I heard a game then starting up in the background. This happened, at least maybe another universe. All the energy from this universe created or transferred the universe that was right next to us. So, so the, the original universe is. Okay, that's that's my problem. Like, if you took all of our energy and put it in another on another dimension or universe or whatever that you would want to call it, it probably would destroy change the other something. Yeah. All of a sudden, the matter and mass and energy just yeah. Doubled out of yeah, nowhere. You can't just do that. That's the what if every, What if everything separate. doubles in size? Because then we'd never know the difference. I didn't get any bigger. I well, if know. everything doubled in size, <laughs> you wouldn't know. Is I would. I'd be um, mirror, mirror on the wall. No. Because no. the transfer to the universe is magic mirror on the wall. Right, and even if you, um, you'll find that there's a flood. That way there's a fluctuation in our reality of actually things that are real, that are real to us, but are different in other realities. It is a consistent fluctuation, and I think this fluctuation is known as the Mandela Effect for some things. And a lot of things are the same, but other things are, you know. So now he's got us jumping in and out of different timelines. Make up your mind. You know what? He just now lost me entirely. Yeah. Very different. So, so, in this universe, it's almost exactly... What do you mean, almost? Just a wave. Almost as in, like, I don't know. It's gone from that time. Or maybe... Almost as in, I don't know. So, we are now not in the same universe that we were in when Mirror Mirror on the Wall was a part of a film. Well, that's what I'm theorizing, yeah. So we're in a different universe. Exactly. If your voice sounds like that, you can't theorize anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's basically his 
let me see if I can find the other video that I had seen. Don't get me wrong. I think there's something maybe to Mandela Effect. I mean, I think it's just, it's a mixture of people having bad memory and... I just think it's bad memory. Yeah, but I think some of it is just... It's not not even so much bad memory. It's people's memory is... It's incredibly easy to manipulate. To yeah, yes. it's incredibly easy to manipulate a person's memory by way of suggestion. Yeah. That's why forced confessions and stuff. Well, there's multiple reasons, but <laughs> if if you am like there's ways to subtly imply to someone that this happened and then it will change their memory of what happened. For some of it does it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I should have uh, got a link to the video when I saw it. I didn't. Hi everyone, welcome to the Metaphysical Podcast. Have you ever heard of the Mandela Effect? When Nelson Mandela passed away in 2013, a lot of people were confused because they remembered him dying back in the 90s. The blacklist, the husband of the agent. The 80s, depending on who you talk to. And there are lots of... Um, it's one of those like strange theories, you know. Back in um, back in 2018, um, when Ben and I had just started our show, psychologist, paranormal research, not a parapsychologist. One of the microphones sounds a lot better than the other one. Been in the field for a while. I think she mostly focused on ghost hunting, and actually has some really interesting that occur with news websites like for instance one year cnn had like seven premature obituaries get published for instance and and the amount of premature obituaries is history the problem is it's never going to load yeah <laughs> it was on a different timeline Who is this person? Wrong. There is no Elvis Presley, and there never was. This rock and roll icon's name is actually. Who is this person? Wrong. I love that. Let, let's pick on this guy for a minute. Elvis Presley. The, the ridiculous caterpillar mustache. He looks like he, he looks like a character from Anchorman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's just making a funny point about Elvis Presley not existing. Now, of, of course, course that's, that's not true. true. 
His name is Elvis Presley, but the earth-shattering feeling you just experienced is what some might call the Mandela Effect. And you're going to want to buckle up. The Mandela Effect is a real phenomenon described as when a group of people adamantly believe an incident or experience occurred that never did. Scientists at the University of Chicago described the Mandela Effect as, quote, an internet phenomenon describing shared and consistent false memories for specific icons in popular culture. They found that it is both empirically observable as well as, so far, having no clear explanation. The term was created by a self-proclaimed paranormal consultant, Fiona Broom, in 2009 after she discovered instances of the Mandela Effect, people adamantly claim that there's a 1990s movie about a genie called Shazam, starring actor and comedian Sinbad. That's one I totally thought there was a movie called Shazam. I've, I've seen people <laughs> dig up, like, a poster every now and then, and then it's like... I saw that, I'm like... Wait, there was no Shazam? <laughs> there was no there was no Sinbad Shazam or Sha it was Shaq. There was no Shaq Shazam. No, Shazam. it was just Sinbad. Sinbad was not real. There was a Shaq movie called and he talks about it here. Bad. The, the obvious explanation would be that those who remember this are simply confusing this with a nineteen ninety six film Kazam about a genie starring Shaquille O'Neal and conflating it with one of the several Sinbad movies from the same time. In a smaller instance, take a look at this image of the Pokemon character, Pikachu. Many fans of Pokemon remember the character as having a yellow tail with a black tip. However, Pikachu's tail has never had a black tip. No, it looks wrong. Put it back. I never, like, I was never big into Pikachu, but do you remember him having the squiggly He has tip? something on his tail. Right? Or she. I thought Ashes so too, Pikachu but like I said, I never Pikachu's, paid that much attention. Oh, well that might be why. The female Pikachus females have, have a mark a on their tail. Skin. Which might add to the confusion. The, the Mandela, Mandela effect has also shown up in instances regarding how people remember movie lines. For example, one of the most widely quoted movie lines in the Star Wars franchise is spoken by Darth Vader in Star Wars Episode V, The Empire Strikes Back. Many people remember the line as... Luke, I am your father. However, the words spoken are actually, No, I am your father. Similarly, in 1937, Disney released Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and although many people still quote the line, Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all, this is not actually spoken in the film. The actual line begins with, Magic mirror on the wall. Now, I must mention that I too have personally experienced this phenomenon. Like many others on the internet, I grew up with a popular children's book series that I thought was the Berenstein Bears, only to find out that it is now, and always was, the Berenstein Bears. But how could this be? Some believe the Mandela Effect... Now, I'm, I'm right there with the conspiracy guys, because I remember Berenstein Bears, I remember... Luke, I am your father. Although I could see that one, like, because Luke said something to him, so he's replying. He said, you killed my father. Right. He, says, he no, said, no, I am your father. father. And, and what was the other one? I might have changed it. <clears> like the, uh, Shazam. The Shazam. I swear there was a Shazam. I swear. No, no knowledge of Mandela effect at the time. And also, no knowledge of Sinbad at the time. <laughs> but I swear, back in, like, middle school, I was, like, just playing a bunch of random 
whatever with my friends, I swear to God we saw something about Shazam. Yeah. Not Kazam. Shazam. And not the DC hero. It may be due to the many worlds or the multiverse theory of quantum mechanics. In this theory, people like Broom are not misremembering, but instead, their reality got crossed with another. Though it's now popular in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the many worlds interpretation theory was developed in the mid-20th century and basically states there are many worlds which exist parallel to our own in space and time. The theory was originally developed by Erwin Schrodinger as a way to explain a phenomenon in quantum physics and purports that... I'm pretty sure he had a cat. Did he? I don't know. We have to look in the box. If he had the cat, I have no way of telling if he's still alive. Uh, I could see maybe maybe the, the parallel universes having kind of that effect with the diagram they showed it where they kind of cross maybe it some point in whatever they're in, because they're not in our space-time, but they're in something. Yeah. If they get kind of close to each other. Or it's like whenever you, you know. Yeah, when the phone gets too close to the, the, the controls. And there, was, there was a feedback loop between timelines. Right. And they fizzled and changed one letter in the Berenstein Bears' <laughs> name. <laughs> but definitely much more. So there, there, are there are no alternative outcomes to events. events. All outcomes happen simultaneously. In 1955, Hugh Everett, a then-PhD student, introduced the idea of the universe, quote, splitting into... So that first guy was kind of like along your lines, that every outcome in, 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 in exists simultaneously. It's not really yes, a split. It's, it's not just, a split. Yeah. It's just it's every just possibility already exists right. as a dimension which, yeah, or timeline yeah, is, or whatever. I, don't, I still see that as just a different way of explaining the same thing. I mean, yeah, but this is saying that that other universe didn't right. start. But it's not really. But you're even if you're saying it splits, you could you could take that as to mean, well, they were exactly the same to this point, and then they they split. Yeah, so I just not think necessarily splitting off of ours, but they've split as in they've split directions. Yeah. But I just I just think it's a little. This is a little slightly misleading if that's what their explanation they're going for. Right. Well, this is he gives a few he gives a few possible. Alternate versions of itself when faced with a quantum choice. Each possible outcome of a choice creates a new universe, and these universes are identical up until the moment where the event is triggered. It might go without saying, but just in case, quantum physicists in the 1950s developed the many worlds interpretation theory to explain experiments in quantum physics and not the Mandela effect. But by this logic, both timelines, the one where Mandela died in prison and the one where he lived until 2013, exist, but in separate realities. Those who remember one reality but find it didn't actually happen are itself has shifted. But since there's no Doctor Strange or Green Goblin in the real world, how and why might our realities be shifting so wildly? A popular explanation for how realities are shifting involves CERN, the European Organization for Nuclear Research. Some believe that CERN is conducting experiments that have caused us to enter an alternate reality, and their Large Hadron Collider is at the center of this conspiracy. The Large Hadron Collider, which opened into... Here's my problem with this, is the, the Hadron Collider, I believe, started in the late 50s, mid to late 50s, and then it was shut off for a while and then turned back on. Like, But some of the 
stuff was like after that. Like if that was like a point in time where it caused it. Like there doesn't seem to be a certain point in time where things are different. It's just kind of random, whatever. It's just you look back and realize, wait, yeah. that's not how I remember it. Yeah, because like Shazam was in the 80s. Wasn't in the age evidently. Two thousand eight. That's my one thing. Is like I could see it being that reactor. If like suddenly you're like, strange. Everything before nineteen seventy seems different, but it's not. There's no specific like. The, the they're big, all over the place. The big thing that makes me believe that it isn't random, like it isn't just memory, you know, fallacy, is that there's so many people who remember the same wrong thing. Right. And, and that's it's the biggest thing. And they'll like find each other. And like they already had these memories. You know, they're not changing each other's memories or anything. Like Yeah. But it, and he talks about I believe he talks about it in one of the things too. It, it could also be to do with how our brain stores memories. Like it like the Monopoly guy and Mr. Peanut. They are similar, so our brain would store them near each other. Okay. And it's easy for information to get misaligned like that, which is one of the theories he talks about. But I think also the Internet obviously makes it easier for people to find people that have similar memories. Yeah. And then other people kind of come across it, and they're like, oh, yeah. So they might not have thought of it before, and then suddenly they're like, when they, you know, they look at it and they're like, "That's the way I remember it too." Even if they didn't before that, you know what I mean? Like that, when that's the, the whole that's the memory fallacy kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean, Which, there there are also just so many who will remember the exact same wrong thing. Yeah, and it was recently turned back on in July of 2022 after a hiatus is the world's most powerful particle accelerator and was created to help scientists better understand the structure and building blocks of the universe. This idea has gained traction on TikTok, where a supposed whistleblower has gone viral making claims such as... Gained popularity on TikTok. Oh boy. Where a whistleblower posted. I've known of this since, like, high school at least. Right, yeah. You know... About the time Mandela died? Yeah. I guess, for the second time? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think... Yeah, I don't think the CERN is it. Because there was a gap in... There was a big enough gap in there where... Like like I said, the the Mandela effect has been known before 2022, so... Yeah. Because I knew about it before two years ago, or last year. Quote, CERN is opening parallel dimensions that causes the change in climate. It has long been the topic of fear and conspiracy, but when it was announced it would be going back online, some conspiracy theorists and fans of Netflix's hit sci-fi comedy musical show Stranger Things, physicist Claire Nellis, has taken the... And when I see that, it tells me we need to communicate even further. Some people have a more technological approach and think we're actually living up the plot of the freaking Matrix. As explained in a video that I also made and is, in my opinion, worth a watch. Let's talk about the fact that he really should have re-recorded that because he messed up the, the whole bit. 
putting his glasses on. <laughs> yeah, but it adds some charm to it. I like it. I like it. If anything, it makes it even funnier. I don't know. It gets a laugh. Some believe that reality as we know it is simply just a simulation and that we are either being controlled or confined by other beings. This is my favorite explanation. I love the simulation. I've always had that. You know what's great about the Matrix is we do not produce enough energy for that to be worth it for anyone. (laughs) No. Well, maybe it might not be to produce energy. Yeah, I know. know. Just just to keep us there. Or to study us. Yeah. Like, How yeah. much do you think that would or cost? Or is there really an us? Are we just a computer? We're, we're the hey, same things as... don't cost money if your society is all working towards the same thing. Huh? Things only cost money because people say they do. Hmm. You say how much would it cost to... Money con- is abstract. You say how much would it cost how to much, find the human race? How many resources would it take, though? Well, here's, here's my thing. Why does there have to be a human race? We could just be programs to, in, the, in the Sims. They would still have to make that technology, though. Okay. It's just a computer program. What technology do you need? If your technology is advanced enough to make an artificial computer program that can create its own race and its own universe and its own theories for failed memories, I think you can spare some resources to make it happen. That's my, I'm, I'm not like the Matrix where like our bodies are in a shell. I'm like the Matrix, like we're just our a entire program. universe is one prisoner somewhere on some other alien race or whatever that they have just plugged into a computer and said, "You are this weird little squishy thing on this planet. Not Live even. your life." Not even. Not even. Some some being somewhere has a computer and just wrote a program. We are the Sims. But like. How many lines of code do you think that would be? And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. How it's many bugs? Technology. <laughs> Sean, it doesn't matter. You make all you have to do is you have to if you're a super advanced like culture. If you're super advanced, if you're that far advanced in that code. If you're that far advanced, stop looking at it from the human point of view. There are bugs in the code. Have you never seen glitches? <laughs> have you never Raja seen Vu? the same car right behind itself? Yeah, there you've are never had the, in the Matrix. You've seen the movie. You've never had that deja vu moment where, like, you have a dream about something that happens, like, a month later? I've had that since I was, like, a kid. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's your glitch in the Matrix. And it happens, and you get really dizzy. <laughs> I don't get dizzy. I, I always and got then, dizzy. And then guys in black actually, suits and actually, sunglasses the first up. time I've had that dream was completely wrong. Like, like only one detail was wrong. It was like, what? But then it threw you <laughs> off, didn't it? <laughs> So, I mean, that's my, my, my thing is never, like, my thought has always been just we're in a simulation, not that we're actually... Not that we're in one, but that we are one. Right, yeah. Which we are, like, AI. Would, the AI advanced? computer programs in a simulation. So who do you think the main character is with the AI? If you have a simulation, there's no main character. Yeah. It's not a show. Nah. It's a simulation. Nah. You're it's looking at just like a human. Yeah. you got to stop, start thinking like a computer. There is no main and character. Possibly, it's it's AI robots programmed it. Yeah, there's 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 no main character. Would there be bugs if an AI robot? It's a bunch it? of AI trying to figure out how would this kind of species react just, to just, this kind yeah, of world. Just for knowledge. Yeah, just to know. 
Y'all are crazy. <laughs> well, yeah. That's the whole point. <laughs> Gotta be a little crazy. This scientific theory can be traced back to a seminal paper about the simulation argument from 2003 by Nick Bostrom, but the theory was widely introduced to many people by the 1999 science fiction movie, The Matrix. The concept of a simulation even has its roots in ancient works, like Plato's cave allegory or Zhuangzhou's butterfly dream. If there were an error in the simulation and the programmers fixed it, it could lead to false memories, offering a possible explanation for the Mandela Effect. As is theorized, a simulation might be created to see how we might react to certain situations, and alternatively, the mistake... Take the the mRNA virus. Uh, what do you call it? Not the virus. The uh, you take? vaccine. The vaccine. It it changes your DNA to make you immune. Like it doesn't it doesn't work like the old vaccines where it creates the it gives you a little bit of the virus and creates the antibodies. It changes your DNA. It's kind of like changing your programming. That's scary. Yeah, you can Plus, even in video games, you can push a patch through live. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to don't restart have the to, service. That's always. the most common way because it's a way of making sure that everybody gets the new version. Right? You can do it live. Yeah, like you don't have to have everyone restart or turn it off. You can push it through live. Because they still have to like download it. No, not always. If it's a game that's connected, it could actually be on purpose, as our programmers might hope to make us suspicious to see how we might react to that. Essentially, any awareness of a simulation could in fact be part of the simulation itself. What makes many of these theories compelling is that although you cannot prove them, you also cannot definitely disprove them. The biggest flaw in the idea that the Mandela Effect is caused by the many worlds interpretation is that the theory only works along the understood lines of quantum physics if information cannot be transferred across worlds. So for the same reason the idea seems plausible, it must also be rejected. As for CERN's work with the Large Hadron Collider, the board of the International Mandela Effect Conference has said CERN is just as valid of the theory as any other at this point. Can we go to next year's conference? What was it called? The National Men, National or Mandela Effect Conference. I want to go. I'm How much are tickets? Have a con. How much are tickets to the Mandela con? <laughs> we'll have to look that up. Not you think it'll be better than Geneva con? Yes. Point. However, one of its members has also noted that the quote earliest Mandela effects were happening long before CERN's Large Hadron Collider fired up. In response to conspiracy claims, a spokesman for CERN said, quote, CERN's research captures the imagination of lots of people, which is why CERN has been featured in a lot of science fiction books, even movies around the world. But excluding the idea that we might be living out the plot of the multiverse of madness, Stranger Things, The Matrix, or any number of the Cars movies, there are possibly real-world explanations. According to a 2020 study in the Journal of Psych... Yeah, I didn't get that the first time I heard it. 
Did you get it now? No. I don't understand the reference to the car huh. movies. I think As, you, in in this regard, anyway. I don't. I don't know. I've seen a few of them. I don't understand the I, connection. I don't know. I don't think there is. I think no. you just said it. How much are tickets to MandelaCon? September second through the fourth. There's time in Brantford, Connecticut. Wait, the second through the fourth? That's a weekend. I should hope so. It's Why in Connecticut. <laughs> it's in Connecticut. That's funny. Uh, Connecticut needs something. Two days and six hours. You can't make sense six hours. Say how much the ticket is. It's $175 a person. Oh, my God. Connecticut needs something. <laughs> so give them the Mandela effect. They have it. Even more. The International Mandela Effect Conference. Why are people from international coming to Connecticut? Because that's where the Mandela Con is. Well, the people in Europe have never heard of Connecticut. <laughs> Pretty sure that. No. We've heard of Paris. Yeah, Paris is a lot more important than Connecticut. <laughs> He's got a point. Connecticut is not known for much, if anything at all. Yeah, name one thing that happened in Connect I Cut. I can't. Maybe a battle of the Civil War. That's it. Oh, that depends. How far? Where is it on the map? I don't know where <laughs> Connecticut is geographically. Yeah. It's a little bit north of New Jersey and New York. Okay, so yeah, there was probably a battle there. <laughs> yes. No, it's too far north. Uh, it was one of the 13 colonies. Yeah, right. exactly. So the Civil War, that would be too far north for an actual oh. fight. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a Revolutionary yeah. War fight. Yeah, definitely that. Psychological science. 76% of adults made at least one detectable error when asked to recall information. Even though most test subjects scored very high, most people's memories are still capable of making even a small mistake. Some believe that the Mandela effect is the result of our brain reconsolidating memories. MRI research has shown that memories are stored in our brains nearby to similar memories. Caitlin Amot, a neuroscientist, explains, quote, Memories are organized in the brain so that similar memories are stored in nearby neurons. When a memory is recalled, those cells are able to change their connection, which allows for the addition of new information. But because neurons that fire together wire together, sometimes false memories can... I want that bumper sticker. Yes. Neurons that fire together wire together. Hell yeah. ...and emerge from erroneous connections. For example, if you learn that Alexander Hamilton was a founding father at the same time you learn that he was not president, but other founding fathers were, you are more likely to misremember that Alexander Hamilton was president because neurons fired when asked about Hamilton were also fired when asked about presidents. A popular example of this could be found in the case of Nelson Mandela's death. In 1977, another anti-apartheid activist, Steve Biko, did die while in prison. Both Biko and Mandela were leaders with similar achievements. Well, here's the problem. I never heard of Biko. Yeah, who the hell is Biko? It is therefore possible that people who remember Mandela dying in prison have actually just woven the memories of these men together. Additionally, the internet might be participatory in a certain amount of suggestibility. According to Amos, suggestibility is the tendency to believe what others suggest to be true. 
This is why lawyers are prohibited from asking witnesses leading questions that suggest a specific answer. There is also research to prove that when false information is given to us by someone else, it can actually weaken the fidelity of an existing memory. So if someone was to suggest that you had read the Berenstein Bears, your brain might create a memory of you doing so. Like, before the internet, I doubt everyone individually decided that their least favorite word was moist. Perhaps prior to Reddit, people might have met stinky or rat trap with similar disdain. And I'm sure if given enough time, you might also be able to come up with an instance or two where large groups on the internet have fervently formed communities around, to put it nicely, wrong information. Another theory might also be that people just can't admit when they are wrong. According to scientists, many people can't tend to be believe... That's my theory I'm going with. <laughs> no, no, that's bullshit. <laughs> ...their own memories over someone else's. This could be due to ego protection or cognitive dissonance. The state of knowing conflicting information, but still resisting a change in opinion or behavior. Whatever the reason... This one's a real head-scratcher. It also seems that each instance of these false memories could have their own case-specific explanation. What we do know for certain is that at this moment, all we have is the here and now. So, be nice to yourself and everyone around you. Maybe nobody will misremember you as being... There you go. I think this video would have been a little bit better if every time it went back to him, something was slightly off. That would have been really good. That would have been a strong bit. Just a little... So there's the Mandela effect and the, and the possible causes. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just the, the idea of suggestion and false memories, obviously. As, I, as someone whose memory sucks, I can totally understand how I would do something like that. I think my favorite Mandela effect is the Fruit of the Loom Cornucopia. <laughs> yes. There's no cornucopia, cornucopia on it. Right, there is no cornucopia on the Mandela. So many people remember it, though. You can't yeah. prove that they were original. Someone yeah. actually emailed the Fruit of the Loom graphic designer. <laughs> and he was like, I remember it having one too, but it never did. <laughs> yeah. It's stuff like that's very weird. Uh I, I love I love stuff like that, but it's like I said, my personal favorite is the Matrix. I want to be in a Matrix. But I think God, the, I hope this is all fake. The most logical one is the Shared delusion, pretty much, and especially with the internet now, because like, like I said, you, so much false information. Well, yeah, that not only that, but just you see something. Groupthink like, is rampant something you on never the thought about before suddenly becomes a thought, and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So. Groupthink. Groupthink. All my homies hate groupthink. So, uh, if you've watched this far, I hope you like the show. Uh, hopefully, next week we will be done with all this skipping we have. I believe a new computer coming, dedicated only to the show. So we will see. Uh, this computer is like I don't know, ten years old. Downloaded it. Huh? Downloaded it's it. It's reached its term limit. Kick it out of office. Yeah. <laughs> the other option would have been to totally do a hard reset on this computer, but I don't That's think work. I don't think that would have helped either. Probably yeah. not. Once it's old, it's old. It's like I said, the processor is one gigahertz. Probably has got it's like, like a one third core. Of what, you could buy a $500 computer that has three times the, the processor speed. You could buy a $500 desktop that heck outperforms that like seven times. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we should be streaming smooth and silky next week. 
uh, I will upload the version of this after we're done, which hopefully is a little better than this. Although I've been doing that the last couple of weeks, and the real the uploads of the video don't get as many views as this does. So I don't know. It's uh, better to watch live. Yes, it's always more fun to watch live. I have not looked at any of the chats. So I have there no are no chats. There's been no chats. Okay, good. We didn't miss anything. Um, so we will be back next week, next Sunday, 5 p.m. That would be the my calendar. The 27th, 5 p.m. And we will talk about something else. Something interesting. Something interesting. Again. Everything like we've these, said is interesting. I kind of like these kind of weird stories, kind of going deep into them. Mm -hmm. I like that. We can come up with some more. We can go, kind of go in that way. Um, so, from all of us, have a great week. Have a good week. Good week. Good week. Have a good week. Good week, have. And we will see you good next week. time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.